Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 344. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one. We go through all our week one NFL picks, the one o'clock picks, the four o'clock picks, the primetime Sunday night, the Monday nighters. We got them all for you. We got the Stone Cold Lock of the Week. We got the Coach's Clipboard Lock of the Week. If you have any comments or questions, you can talk to us on Twitter at the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast. Go to at Talk Gambling. You can reach us there. Any any comments or questions, NFL questions, or you can email me at talkgambling at gmail.com. Go to MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. Join their super contest, $100 entry fee. There's $225,000 worth of prizes, $100,000 to the first-place winner. You pick five games against the spread each week. Winner takes $100,000. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Go to GamblingChalkTalkPodcast.com. All the free picks that me, Nikki Guns, give you. AK-47's picks will be there. Darth Wager, The Joker. They're all there, absolutely free. Check them out. All our locks are there. Get them for nothing. Click on the the, the Amazon uh, banner. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Buy yourself something nice with all those winnings. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And speaking of Squeeze Play, that's one of my books. The LER Mini Series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead. Squeeze Play. You can get it directly from my publisher, thewordverb.com, or if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download to your favorite electronic reading device. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. Week one, NFL. It's finally here. The picks with the coach and Nikki Guns. Nikki Guns, podcast number 344. This is the quiz. Number 344 was a cornerback in free safety. He was born in 1937. He is currently 81 years old. He was once a defensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, boy. Can it be none other than Dick Laveau? Oh, my next clue was he he reads, it was the night before Christmas to all the players on Christmas Eve. I think he's like third all-time in interceptions or something. He's up there. Uh, He might be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's third all-time in interceptions. He's got 62 career interceptions. Okay. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, looks like he's done coaching. He coached, last coached with Tennessee Titans. Yep, yep. packed it up. So uh, a fifth-round pick in 1959. Played for the Cleveland Browns and Detroit Lions. Good defensive coordinator for a 10-year run for you guys. Absolutely. He started all those uh, zone blitzes and fire blitzes. He was the creator all that off that uh, 3-4 defense with the Steelers. Finally, week one is here. What a hectic week. I was losing my shit about a half hour ago. I tell you what, the people in the in the Charter Spectrum offices in, in the local where you go to visit them, super nice people. You go online to talk to those motherfuckers, they're goddamn dickheads. <laughs> so they, they fuck up. They're, the internet's all fucked up at my house last week. We'll come out on Tuesday. No, Tuesday doesn't work. I won't have an adult here. It needs to be on Thursday. Okay. What day do they come out? Fucking Tuesday because the people on the phone fuck up all the time. So they come out Monday on Labor Day. I'm like, you guys come out on Labor Day. It's Labor Day. Why are you making people work? I said this to the guy on the phone. He's like, no, we have people on on call all the time. I'm like, all right, I guess somebody will come out Monday. Dude, super nice. Helps me out. Hooks it up. Tuesday fantasy draft. Missed the first three picks because the goddamn internet goes down. And then I missed the whole first half of Green Bay, Chicago, practically, because the internet goes down again. If if there was another one to go to, it's a service industry. Their service sucks. Ass. Okay. Vent over. All right. NFL's here. Game one. One o'clock. We have Rams. I'm going to get the current line because I wrote down the line. I have minus three against the Panthers. I want to make sure that is correct. I'm going to go to my book AG. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to let you lead off, Nick. All right. We got two and a half. It's two and a half now. So this has gone steadily down. Yep. So it's two and a half. The Rams at the Panthers. What you got, guns? All right. So we got L.A. traveling west to east. That's one of my little... uh Pet peeve, uh, caboodles to bet against. Uh, do not like teams on the West Coast traveling and then playing early. 
Uh, it is week one, so McVay's had a lot of time to uh, analyze that Carolina team. Cam Newton back a full go at practice. Uh, McCaffrey looking good. Curtis Samuel looking good. Could have a breakout game. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think Carolina is going to pull this game out late in the fourth quarter. I like Carolina getting the two and a half to cover the spread. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going against you on this one. I'm taking the Rams. Not one of my best bets. Obviously not a lock. I think that Rams defense goes under the radar. They played very well against the Patriots in the Super Bowl and kept them in the game. I think their defensive backfield is going to be more healthy this year, and I don't think that Cam has much to throw to other than uh, Mr. McCaffrey out of the backfield. So they can really gear up and, and look to stop him. Uh, I think the Rams' offense does tend to sputter at times, but they do have uh, Cooper Cup back. And Goff, who just got a big contract, seems to play better when Cooper Cup is in the lineup. I know you like home dogs, especially these short home dogs, two and a half points. Carolina, the last three years, is only three and three as a home dog. I'm going with the Rams in this one. Not a lot, not a best bet or a no, lock for I either would of us. Definitely stay away from that one. Yeah, that, not one I, I'm really interested in, in betting. All right, I'm going to lead off in this one. I want to make sure the line is correct. This is a, a big game for some of our listeners. The Titans visit the Cleveland Browns. If I could find the line, I'd be happy. It's still five and a half. I've been saying it all along. I love this Tennessee Titans defense. It's second best defense in the NFL to the Broncos. I think the Browns defense is really strong too, but I think it's a slight edge to the Titans. Edge to the Browns on offense. I think their QB is better than the Mariota Tannehill combo. I think Vrabel gets the nod in coaching, especially after what he did last year. Uh, I think that offensive line, it's gotta go to it's gotta go to the, the boys in Tennessee because that especially that guard position. I know they, they are happy they got uh, the guy uh, Olivier Vernon from the Giants, but it really opened up a weak spot in that line for the Browns. And if I know anything for being a Giants fan, if you do not protect your quarterback, it doesn't matter how well your skill position players are. You can't give them the freaking ball. Don't sleep on Delaney Walker. He was a key target for the Titans, and he was out all of last year with a lower leg injury. I think that's a big factor. I'm not sure the Titans win this game, but I do think it's a three or four point game either way. I'm taking the Titans, and it's one of my best bets. One of my four best bets. All right. Well, uh, we have agreement here. Uh, I also think the Titans, uh, they're a tough-minded, physical team. Uh, Vrabel's had a lot of time, and I think the NFL defensive coordinators have had a lot of time to figure out what Mr. Mayfield is good at and what he's not good at um, I worry a lot about the offensive line of Cleveland I think that's their really their only weakness um, I know it's preseason but Baker definitely looked a little a uh, little more mortal and down to earth his last preseason game uh, I worry about Tennessee I know Taylor uh, Luan their tackle is out for the game I heard one of their other offensive linemen is Sus suspended, suspended or suspended or hurt yeah. and may not play Um Tennessee is pretty simple on offense. You said it. They're going to throw a lot to Delaney Walker. Uh, they're going to pound the ball. Absolutely. So I think this is going to be an extremely physical game. Uh, Cleveland is going to be extremely emotional, extremely fired up, looking to win one of their first um, home openers in I don't even know how many years, but it's been a long well, time. They tied one the other year, didn't they? Now they well, they tied with the Steelers. That was, yeah. my, my, <laughs> that was my five-star lock of the year. Last year, week one, I gave you that one. Um, so I think this game's highly contested. I want to take the Titans getting the five and a half, and that's also one of my locks of the week. Not the super lock, is not it? Not my five not star. The, not the Stone Cold. Silver Steve, Bullet. Steve Cole, Steve, Steve Austin lock of nope. the week. Uh, next one up. The Chiefs at the Jaguars. I'm going to let you lead off in this one. The Chiefs minus three and a half at the Jaguars. I, I've thought long and hard about this oh, one. Me too. That line to me just looks fishy. Yeah. For some reason, when I've been studying that line, it's almost like they're begging you 
to take Kansas City. Um, Jacksonville, their defense last year, despite having a, quote, down year, uh, played really well and had great stats up until the end of the year when all the infighting and they basically gave up and quit, you know, and let Derrick Henry run, run wild on him. <laughs> defense is in place. Uh, they added a first-round pick. He's good. Uh, another pass rusher to add to that defense on the line. Um, Ramsey, I think he's the best corner in the game. He's going to lock up Hill. And I was listening to his um, stats of defending Hill. He's going to follow Hill all over the field. Hill has something like they've played like six times. He's got like seven catches for like a hundred and something, hundred thirty yards. It's not a lot. Not a lot of damage he's done against Ramsey. Ramsey's been able to hold Hill in check, so I think that's going to be uh, a tough go. I know the only game last year that um, Mahomes didn't score a touchdown was when they played. Jacksonville, and that was at home. I was going to talk about that. With that said, to me, this is like Kansas City and Andy Reid on the bye week. Uh, He's been able to study that defense. Great call. He will scheme things open. He will make plays. I think this game's going to be tight. I look for Kansas City to pull away at the end. I'll take the the Kansas City Chiefs laying the three and a half. I'm in agreement. I think uh, the only thing I disagree with you, that line is fishy. I'm thinking they're leaving that three-and-a-half hook, hook out there to get more people to take the Jaguars. I, and there's a lot of sharp bettors on this, and the, the public is is all over all over the Chiefs. Well, call me Joe Q. Public. I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. Uh, last year, Blake Bortles in this, against the Chiefs passed for more yards than Mahomes. He had 430 yards. Mahomes only had 313. He also had more TD passes than Mahomes. He had one. Mahomes had none. He also had more picks. He had four picks, and, and uh, Mahomes had two. The line's down to three and a half, but it's really tough to pick against the Chiefs. In year two for Mahomes, why are people saying he's going to regress? Don't people usually get better in year two? What's to say he's not going to get better this year? I, I Mahomes definitely an advantage at QB. I think Foles does stabilize that QB position a lot for the Jaguars. And he, he's not going to give up four picks like Bortles did last year. That gives you a fighting chance. Fournette seems to have, have his uh, come-to-Jesus moment, or maybe it was a come-to-Tom Coughlin moment. And, uh, you know, I heard he kicked a bunch of people out of his house and really straightened up his act. We'll, we'll find out. He definitely looks slimmer. Looks, looks in a lot better shape. Looks motivated. That draft pick, Josh Allen, strengthens already a, a strong defense. Uh, they regressed last year, so maybe they – you know, maybe they come back to what they were two years ago. I know the I know the Jaguars are a home dog. They in the last three years they are three and six as a home dog. Give me the Chiefs. Key to this game is gonna be how well Jacksonville runs the ball and keeps Mahomes off the field. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I get the lead off in this one. This is not a fun one for me. Uh this is the Ravens and the Dolphins. The only fun thing about it is I want to see that Ravens that Ravens offense. The spread is at six and a half. It's been bouncing around quite a bit. It was minus five. It jumped up to seven after those trades. It seems to settle in at six and a half, which kind of screws you over if you're doing any teasers and stuff. You get the half point <laughs> right there. Uh, I think the Finns are the first tanking NFL team to start a season. It's been done in baseball. It works. It works in baseball. The Astros have done it. They end up so many years later, winning the, win the World Series. Uh, a bunch of NBA teams do it, but it doesn't seem to work for NBA teams, in my opinion. Uh, you're going to get ground and pound Ravens. You're going to get that Ravens real retool defense going in against a Miami Dolphins line that just lost their best offensive lineman. There could be a, a, a lot of wetness in that Florida area over the next few days from Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, this could be a mutter of a game, and I, I'm going to take the mutter. Uh, Ravens in this. Uh, the only thing that scares me is the last three years, home home dog, Miami's eight and five. Wow. Eight and five is a home dog the last three years. So I got the Ravens. What do you got, Guns? Um, I'm in agreement here, and this is also a lock for me. Take oh, the Ravens lock. as a lock. Um, locking, them, locking them up. I think Miami is the worst team in football. Um, just a complete mismatch in talent. We don't know about the coaching aspect yet. Um, we know Harbaugh's a good coach. We're not sure about 
Flores down in Miami. I think it's a red shirt year for Flores yep. as far as coaching yep. goes. I mean, he may be able to put together a good scheme, but I just think Baltimore just has better athletes and better players. Yep. Um, I think Ingram is going to go bananas. I think Lamar Jackson is going to go bananas. Um, and I think they're just going to grind Miami into the ground this game. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be competitive. I'll take the Ravens minus the six and a half and lock it up. Oh, locking it up. Not 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 uh, not relying on Fitz Magic in that no one. No Fitz Magic in that one. No Fitz Magic. All right, next one up: Falcons at Vikings. Could be the game of the week, right there. Uh, this is this this could be a, like I said in our NFL preview, this could be a preview of the NFC Championship game. Uh, a lot of see, I love Minnesota this year, but I don't love them in this game. A lot of sharp betters are on the Vikings, and a lot of the public's on the Falcons. I'm I'm taking the Falcons and I'm locking it up. It's a best bet, not my lock of the week, but it's one of my best bets. Uh, Falcons get getting four. They had a playmaking defense that went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, or t- three. Was it three years ago or two years ago? Uh, two two years ago, yeah, yeah, three years ago, three years yeah. ago. They've been really hurt by injuries. And that those those safeties are healthy. Uh, Deion Jones is healthy. And he is a guy that goes sideline to sideline, plugs those gaps. The Vikings, a team that wants to run the ball. You got Vic Beasley and the, and the guys up front that are pretty good on the defensive line against a Minnesota offensive line that is improved, but not not great. By not great, yeah. but it's, it's better than what was last year. That leaves this game in the hands of Kirk Cousins. Mike Zimmer doesn't want the game in the hands of, of Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think the healthy backfield of the Falcons makes it a little bit tougher for Diggs and Thielen to to do the things they normally do. I think the offense for the Falcons is now fully healthy as well. You you got uh, Devontae Freeman back. The Vikings' weakness on defense is their secondary. They are they're not happy with their corner play coming out of preseason. And Mike Zimmer is a guy that plays a lot of his regulars in the preseason. They weren't happy what they saw out of their defensive backs. And now you got to cover Jones, Sanu, and Ridley. That's a lot of havoc in your defensive backfield. I'm not sure they beat the Vikings because, you know, the, the Falcons are are still kind of piss poor on defense. Even those addition of those guys, it helps, but they're still not great on defense. But I think this game is close. The Vikings kicking game is a freaking hot mess. They trade a fifth-round pick for Vivek, and they cut him. Because he goes one for four in a couple of preseason games, give me the Falcons and lock it up. Well, not a lock for me. A game I definitely would like to stay away from. Uh, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, you know, here we go. Pr- you know, big game for for Cousins. It's time to for him to showcase. You know, time for him to step up and see what we got. Uh, Matt Ryan indoors is lethal. Uh, his offensive coordinator is uh, back from his most successful time that he's had as a pro. Uh, so the system's going to be in place. I think both teams are going to be able to move the ball pretty well. Um, I look for that just to be a tight game back and forth. And if you want to give Atlanta four, I'll take the four. I'll take the Falcons, not necessarily to win either, but I'll take the Falcons with the four to cover. Stay away game for me. Stay away game for you. And you're also with the Falcons. I'm writing it down as we speak. You get the lead off this one. We got the this is this is another tough one. I I didn't know which way to go on this one. Bills at the Jets. It was three points. I I, I still think no. It's down to two and a half. Oh, that makes it more t- that makes it a little bit more interesting. It makes me feel better about my pick. The Bills are getting two and a half at the Jets. Well, you got guns. So another battle here, uh, AFC East battle early in the season. Um, Normally, I'd give Sean McDermott, you know, the edge here in coaching. Um, but I think Adam Gaze has had time to study the Bills' defense. I think he's going to be able to scheme a lot of things open. He was in the division too. So yeah, he and, knows right. He well. knows the teams. Um, I look for this to be another tight game. Uh, both teams are going to look to try to establish the run. Buffalo's got a really good defense. I think they're going to be able to hold Bell in check. Um, I think it's a big year for Darnold. I think he he steps his game up. Um, 
Josh Allen has looked better than I thought he would. Um, they've added some weapons down there for him. I have a lock in this game, but it's not the point spread. Uh, the over-under on this game is 40 and a half. I have a lock with the over. I was say over. These teams have played, uh, I think, the last three times they've played, it's gone over 50. So I will take a lock over 40 and a half. Um, this would be a stay away game for me again. I think it's going to be hotly contested. Uh, with that said, I would take Buffalo with the two and a half in a tight game. I, I, this is a tough one for me to pick it. it uh, this is a game to learn more about each of these two teams. In my opinion, the, the, absolutely. The bills made some hard choices going away from LaShawn McCoy. They're obviously willing to do the tough things to make that team better. Um, the Peter, the, the Peterman experiment they did the last couple of years now makes sense to me after seeing him play in hard knocks, that dude has talent, but it's like, he's missing some element, like a fire in the belly, like a, like a go get him, gra- grab the freaking game by the balls type of mentality. But the guy's got some freaking tools, uh, but it, it, he must be frustrating to coach. Uh, the jets loaded up in the offseason on offense and defense. Gaze is a good coach. I think this QB situation between Allen and Darnold is a wash. Uh, the Jets are probably better on both lines, offensive and defensive line. I think the coach situation is a wash too, wash too. I think both pretty good coaches. I'm taking the Jets. I don't feel good about it. My Scooby senses are kind of telling me the Bills keep it close and maybe cover, but now that it dropped to two and a half points, I, I feel a little bit better about my Jets pick. So I'm I'm with the Jets in this one. Next game up, Redskins and the Eagles. This game has moved quite a bit. It was eight and a half. It's now up to ten. Redskins are getting ten at the Eagles. And normally, early in the season, a division game getting that many points, you take the points. But no, 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 no. <laughs> the the Redskins have some really offensive, really bad offensive line issues. Eric freaking Flowers is their starting left tackle. Oh, my God. I can tell you from experience as a Giants fan. Oh, my God. There's a reason why the Redskins quarterbacks keep getting freaking hurt. Oh, my God. This is just scary. They're thin on defensive line. I think their defensive line is good, but that Eagles defensive line is just as good. You got Case Keenum, who's a, a QB. He's just a placeholder. He's not uh, uh, Nick... Uh, the, the, Nick Foles. The, no, uh, Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. Oh. Not Carson Wentz. I mean, the only thing they got going for him is that they got Jay Gruen at, at coach, and I think he's better than Doug Peterson. I don't think Doug Peterson's a good coach. I know he won a Super Bowl. I think Frank Reich had a lot to do with that Super Bowl, who was an assistant coach on that team, and they didn't look the same last year on offense. And this is a big year for Doug Peterson in that offense without Frank Reich for a second year. Uh, the, Redskins, the Redskins, the last four meetings against the Eagles, have been beaten by more than 10 points. I don't think I'm taking a risk by taking the Eagles in this one. I got Eagles. What do you got? So this game is my five-star Stone cold. Oh, it's the stone. Lead pipe lock of the week. Oh, it's the stone cold one. And it is the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, A lot of the reasons you just mentioned. I am a fan of uh, Peterson. I think he will scheme things up. Um, I think the strength of the Redskins is their defense. Uh, Their D-line, their secondary is pretty good. Uh, I think they're going to pound Geis an attempt to control the ball and slow things down. But sooner or later, Keenum's going to have to try to make a play. Uh, He's a journeyman. Philly's defense is really good, especially the front seven. Uh, You know, a little weak in the secondary. I think Wentz is on a mission this year to prove um, he belongs and prove he's an elite quarterback. And I think he is an elite quarterback. And I think they jumped the Redskins, and I don't think this one's close from start to finish. Um I was talking to the coach, and I was able to lock them in earlier in the week, uh, thinking that spread might go up. So I locked them in eight and a half uh, for the super contest. They're one of my five. Um, I think Philly 
runs at will, throws at will. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles to lay the 10, my five-star stone-cold lock of the week. Very nice. Very nice. Hey, before we get to the four o'clocks, Nikki Guns was just talking about the Super Contest. Sign up at MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH, D-A-R-T-H, at checkout, just like Darth Wager's name, and you get a 50% sign-up bonus. Sign up for that Super Contest. It's not too late. I know Green Bay and Chicago has already happened. You can still sign up. you got the other 15 games you can choose from. I chose Green Bay as one of my five picks in the Super Contest. Did you? No. Oh, okay. So I have Green Bay plus three as one of my picks in the Super Contest, and, and it's $100. You can win $100,000. There's the top 15 places uh, get prize money. There's quarterly prizes. I think they're up to $225,000 in prizes. Yep, $75,000 added. Yeah, just outstanding. Uh, Sign up for that. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Four o'clock games. You get the leadoff guns. Colts plus six and a half at the Chargers. I almost. This is almost one of my locks. All right. So speaking of your boy Frank Wright, um, I think with a year of uh, Brissett under his wing, that this Colts team without Luck, although they're going to miss Luck, and they're I think with Luck they were a Super Bowl contender. Um, I'm not sure if they are now, but I think with Brissett in there, with Frank Wright calling the plays, and Frank Wright's been able to coach him up. I think the Colts are going to give the Chargers all they can handle. Um, San Diego's defense is loaded, but they're missing their best player in my eyes, Derwin James. Absolutely. Um, and I maybe, think maybe the best defensive back in all the NFL. Absolutely. And I think that changes things for San Diego. Um, so, and on offense, I think San Diego's going to have to go through Rivers. I mean, I think Gordon's an average back, but he is, you know, a stud back there for them. So now they got Eckler, who's not a true back, and Justin Jackson, um, who's not a he's a one dimensional back. He's a runner. So they're they're a lot more predictable without Melvin Gordon in there. Um, I think San Diego wins the game, but I think the Colts give them all they can handle. So I'll take the Colts to cover that six and a half on the road. I'm in agreement. I, Derwin James, and there's some other health issues for that Chargers defense as well. And that Colts offensive line matches up with that Chargers uh, uh, defensive line. That's the strength line. of their team, the Colts, their O-line. Yep. yep. So they can protect uh, Jacoby Brissett. And run the ball. Yep. And Jacoby Brissett might be better this time around. He's not, The last time he played, he got added to the team midseason and had to play. Got signed two uh, a week before, and then he had to go out there and play. Right. Yeah. And, then, and now he's had all the reps because uh, Luck's been hurt. Yep. So he's getting first-team reps. And Frank Reich, backup QB in the NFL. Greatest comeback in playoff history, maybe, next to maybe that Patriots Atlanta one, when when uh Buffalo came back on Houston and that, that divisional playoff game after the divisional playoff game. Uh so this guy knows about how to come back. He knows how to be a backup quarterback. He knows how to coach when the chips are down. He's a fighter, man. Uh I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Anthony Lynn. I think he's improved a lot as a coach, especially since his first year. Um, they do have Philip Rivers, who's a competitive son of a bitch, man. Uh, that's, I think that's the only thing that gets the Chargers in this win. And, you know, there's no home field advantage for the Chargers, which hurts, but Philip Rivers carries him, man. He's a freaking competitor. I'm going to take the Colts to cover, but I, I'm like with you. I think the Chargers might eke out a win here. <laughs> so I get to lead off this next one. This one was almost a lock for me, too. Bengals are at the Seahawks. And it might shock you. I like the Bengals. Uh, The Bengals are getting nine and a half. And is there enough enough in the Seahawks offense to, to cover winning by 10 points? They got Brian freaking Schottenheimer calling the plays. Uh, I'm not creative at all. You got you got Russell Wilson who can do pretty much anything back there, and you got Brian Schottenheimer running the 1970 Pittsburgh Steelers uh, offense. Uh, you know the Bengals. You know is Zach Taylor the second coming of Sean McVay? I don't know, but they do have 
They do have Mixon who can run run that clock, and it's like a girly type back for him, right? He's a three down back. Uh, I I think Pete Carroll has the upper hand, but he does have Brian Schottenheimer like basically cutting his legs out from under him on, along the way. QB advantage obviously goes to Seattle. Uh, but again, he's got to overcome Brian Schottenheimer too. Offensive line advantage goes to the Seahawks. I think that Bengals offensive line stinks. It tells you how good Mixon is. I need to take the points. I, I know it's, they get a lead. Schottenheimer's going to sit on the ball, be boring, be vanilla. And the, the Seahawks will, will, will lose by single digits. That's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals. What you got? The only thing that uh, makes me think your pick there might be might be wise is I'm sure everybody's on Seattle for this one. Um, I know when I looked at the survivor pool, it was the most picked. Oh, really? Survivor. It was forty something percent. Oh, wow. Uh, with that said, I'm a big Seattle fan this year. Um, Cincinnati was horrible stopping the run last year. I don't think they improved much. Um, They've got the two big boys on the D line there, Dunlop and uh, Atkins. But Atkins but, step yeah, up. but other than them, they didn't play well last their year. linebackers are horrible. Uh, their strength is in the secondary uh, with Willie Jackson and um, their safety there. Um, so I, I just think Cincinnati's in, in for a long year. Um, I think Seattle's going to be able to do what they want, basically. They're going to be able to run the ball at will, look for a huge game out of Chris Carson. Um, I think. They'll feed off the play action, off the run game. Um, Russell Wilson hit a few deep ones. Mm. I think they control this game from start to finish. I think Seattle's defense got a lot better with the addition of um, my man there from the Clowney. Te- uh, Clowney from the Texans. So I think Seattle rolls in this one. I look for Seattle to win by seventeen. I'll take the Seahawks. Ooh, taking the do- taking the Sea Hags. All right, next game. One of my faves. One of my faves. Detroit Lions are away favorites. That doesn't happen too often. Against the Cardinals. Lions minus two and a half at the Cardinals. I know you've had some opinions about this one. What you got in this one, Guns? So I've had this one circled on my my calendar uh, for a while here. I just believe that Kyler Murray is one of those freak athletes. I think he's a RG3, a Mike Vick a Cordell Stewart, one of these guys that could possibly uh, transcend the game. And I think they, Kingsbury, they've been just showing nothing but vanilla the entire preseason. Uh, I know, you know, their offensive line is horrible. And I keep hearing that they're not going to be able to do any of that stuff if they can't block anybody. The Lions are pretty good. I don't think their defense is anything special. I think Kyler Murray is going to put on a show, and he is going to be the talk of the NFL after week one. Oh, my. I like Kyler Murray and the Cardinals to win the game on the field. They're getting two and a half. I think Kyler Murray is going to explode. I think David Johnson's going to have a great game. I think their defense is underrated. I think their defense does enough to hold the Lions in check, shuts down that ground game. And I love the over in this one. The over-under is where we go. We were at 46 and a half. I think Murray alone accounts for five touchdowns on Sunday. That's my bold prediction of the week. I'm not locking it up. But I'll take the Cardinals, and I like the over. Cardinals win on the field. Well, I am locking it up, and I'm locking up the Lions. My Detroit Lions are going to make the playoffs this year. I think the lines advantage on the on, on on both lines. Defensive line slightly, huge advantage on the offensive line. That Cardinals offensive line, you can scheme all you want, Cliff Kingsbury. But if if you got a half a second to throw the damn ball, you can be as creative creative as you want. Stuff's not gonna work. Uh, I think the QB advantage goes to Stafford. Coaching advantage goes to Matt Patricia. He's been in the NFL longer. I think that's an advantage, even if you think he stinks as a, as a, as a coach. I think the Lions have advantage in all key aspects of this game. I'm not buying the hype. I think there's a learning curve for Kyler Murray. I think there's a learning curve for Cliff Kingsbury and his air raid offense, just like when Chip Kelly came in with the with the Eagles, and everybody's like, oh, 95 plays the first game against, against the Redskins. 
you know, they started off, I believe, like one and two, one and three, and they ran off a bunch of wins after that. But there's a learning curve to for this offense. And they've been vanilla all preseason. Now you have to run what you actually want to run, and it's you're, there's live bullets right now. And that's a lot different than running it in practice. And I think there's a learning curve to that. I love the lines in this one. Zona's only four and eight as a home dog the last three years. Give me the lines. I'll lay the two and a half. I will either look foolish after this game or I will look <laughs> like a like a the prophet Isaiah. So we'll see how that one goes. <laughs> oh, 49ers at the Buccaneers. I the the spread is now one. This this is this has jumped around a little bit. It was one and a half. It was a lot of sharp betters on Tampa Bay, Nick, on this one. And maybe Arians changes the culture there. But I've been fooled by this Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay team way too many times. I don't like this game. I'm staying away from it. But I am taking the Niners in the one point. The QB situation, I think, is a wash. Jameis is a, is a weirdo, but he does have talent. And he does go crazy every once in a while and is really good. Trubisky, man, just scrambling. Um, the the O line advantage goes to the Niners. D line advantage slightly to the Niners because of all the injuries on the Tampa line. Uh, coaching advantage, I'm going to give the Arians, but even that's slight. Um, I think this will be a tight game. I think this Niners defense, they couldn't buy a turnover last year. They only had two interceptions all year. Things usually regress to the mean. They're going to get some turnovers, and you know what Jameis is pretty good at doing? Turning that damn ball over. Give me the 49ers in this one, getting the one point. I'm on your page here, and I have the Niners as a lock. Ooh, I think uh, Niners travel east. Uh, I personally like Garoppolo. I think he uh, is underrated. I think, you know, last year kind of people forget how good he was when he was playing healthy. Uh, I think Shanahan's a really good offensive mind. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is horrible. Um, their best player is probably their rookie draft pick, White, the middle linebacker out of LSU. Um, him and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick in the secondary. Other than that, there's no pass rush. Uh, Pierre Paul's out. He's not going to play. So there's going to be no pass rush. Um, they brought in a bunch of fast backs. Coleman out of the backfield. Uh, Brita out of the backfield. You got Kittle going to be creating space. I think Niners win this one going away. I like the Niners. Lock it up. Niners locking it up. Last 4 o'clock game, last but not least, the Giants. The hook finally came out. It's back up to 7.5 now that Zeke is back in the fold. We got in this one, Nick. I'm going to let you lead off. All right. Uh, where did I put my picks there? All right. Um, so Zeke is back. Um, in our predictions, I picked the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, and they start off their season week one by taking it to the New York football Giants. <laughs> uh, Giants traveling on the road, big game. I love that Dallas offensive line. Um, I don't think the Giant defensive line is going to be able to contain them. I think Dallas runs at will. I don't think they're going to have to do much else. I think they're going to be able to run the ball down the throats of the Giants. Um, Eli Manning under center. I just don't see it happening for this Giants team this year. Um, I think they'll try to run Barkley, try to counter what Dallas is, trying to control the ball, slow down Dallas's offense. I just don't see it happening. Um, I've predicted numerous times Eli won't make it through week four. I just got a feeling this is going to be a rough year for the Giants. I love the Cowboys to roll in this one. I'll take the Cowboys and I'll lay it. All right, last year. The Cowboys were significantly better than the Giants, and they won by seven points and one point. They they beat up Eli, poor Eli Manning like a pinata in the first game of the year. Uh, the Giants' O-line is better this year. Saquon's a year older, a year wiser, just like Mahomes. The defense for the Giants has improved, I think, slightly. The defensive back situation, I think, is better. I think... I, everybody likes Landon Collins. I think Jabril Peppers is an upgrade at safety. They definitely upgraded at, at the corners position. Uh, that Dallas finally signed Zeke. I don't think he's going to be vintage Zeke uh, after not playing the preseason. Uh, Dak is better now that Amari is, is fully with the team and not picked up mid-year. I think that's an advantage to him. I think the biggest advantage is freaking giant killer uh, Jason Witten is back. 
because the Giants could not cover him to say like it was awful. And the Giants linebacker crew is not good at covering, and, nope. and Witten could have another field day, which scares me. The Dallas defense is so strong. Freaking Eli Eli has nightmares about that still, I, I, I believe. Uh, division game, I don't think the Giants are as bad as everyone thinks. I think the Giants get a backdoor cover. They could be down 14, and and they score a late touchdown and, and end up losing by seven, six points. And it looks just like last year when they lost by seven. It looks better than what it was. Um, damn. Uh, I'm taking the Giants in this one. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching. We're watching the Packers this Bears, and the Bears. Packer game is old school right They're now. They're just beating the crap out of each oh, other. Oh man, seven three, eight minutes left in the third. This, these defenses have come to play. All right, before we get to the primetime games, be sure to visit gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. All the free picks are there. All the NFL picks, all the college football picks, they're all there for you, absolutely free. When you're there, buy yourself something nice. On, click on the Amazon Amazon link. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. There's a link to uh, my book AG. Click on that. Use the promo code DARTH when you sign up, and uh, that helps the podcast out as well. That was a terrible play. Uh, so go to gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Get all those free picks. I'm leading off in this one. I'm going to let you run. I'm going to let you go second. The Sunday Nighter. I want to make sure it's still six points. Five and a half. It's down to five and a half. I got it at six with the boys, though. You got it at six, and I, I might have I might have stirred the pot a little bit in that one. Uh, the Steelers getting five and a half points at the Patriots. I think the Pats are always a work in progress in September. I think. They just lost their center, who makes all their line calls. They just picked up another offensive lineman from the Ravens. I think their offensive line situation is a work in progress. And that is not a good thing because this Steelers defense is much better. Uh, You got Watts' younger brother who's causing havoc. You got the Bush kid that they just drafted. Uh, That is going to spell trouble for the New England Patriots. They will get a rush up the middle, which which, – of course, Mr. Brady hates. Uh, O-line advantage goes to Pittsburgh, in my opinion. I think the QB situation is a wash. I don't think Tom Brady can make all the throws like he used to. Uh, they, they really cater to him, and that's why they're more of a run game, check down to the running backs. You don't see him throwing. The last time he threw deep, I think Randy Moss was on the team. So I think ben, ben, Big Ben's a better quarterback. I think the defensive line is a wash. I think both defensive lines are pretty good. Uh, but Big Ben handles pressure better than Brady. He's willing to uh, hold on to the ball a little bit longer. He's He improvises better. I think the coaching uh, battle obviously goes to Belichick. This is the making of one of those games that you, you think is the end of the Patriots area. Think of that Chiefs loss a few years ago where they got blown out by the Chiefs and everybody thought the Patriots were done, the era is over. I think the Steelers blow them out, but the air is not over. I think the Steelers win by twenty. Guns, I don't think you can top that. I definitely can't. If that if that happens, uh, I'll be on this show next week doing cartwheels in, in your in your house. Um I felt really good about the Steelers all day. Um and then the more I've been listening and watching and reading, um, you look at Brady's stats against Pittsburgh and New England, and it, they are unreal. Um, 18 touchdowns. Play man. Play man defense, please. Zero interceptions. Play man defense. Um, I saw all the highlights of Hogan running down the field, 30 yards wide open, Gronk lining up uncovered. Um, those things cannot happen. I don't think you have to worry about those two players. I I, ho- <laughs> I, I don't have to worry about those two players. Um, I think the loss of Gronk is huge. I think it's uh, under underplayed right now how much uh, they're going to miss Gronk. I think um, he matters in their run their run game and their pass, pass protection. Absolutely. Uh, he's a constant double. I mean, the game they played last December, uh, late in the year, the Steelers were going to make sure no matter what, Gronk didn't beat them. Um, I look for the Patriots. I think they're going to come spread them out four wide. Um, they, I don't think they're going to even try to fake a tight end. I'll think they'll put Devlin out there. Uh, they'll go four wide. James White will be lined out uh, in the slot. And they'll be looking to hit a lot of those quick little throws they they throw. 
Uh, I agree with you. Pittsburgh's got to come out, man up on everybody. Tight press coverage. Uh, Steelers D-line's a little underrated with Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, Hargrave. Um, they're going to be able to get a, a decent pass rush. Um, I think New England's defense is also ferocious this year. Uh, loaded on on their D-line. Good linebackers, smart players. I think this game's going to be a dogfight. Uh, I think it's going to come down to fourth quarter. Uh, who has the ball last? With that said, um, if you want to beat the Patriots, if you want to play the Patriots, you want to get them early and you want to play them early to beat them. I'll take my Steelers getting the five and a half, but it's definitely not a lock. Definitely. I've been terrorized by Brady and New England too many times. Uh, with that said, Asus, you'll be wearing a Steeler jersey in Vegas, baby. <laughs> Monday night, the first Monday nighter. Texans, it was plus seven. I want to make sure it's still plus seven. It's still plus seven. Texans getting seven at the Saints. Guns, you're going to lead off for this one. Texans go on the road to New Orleans Monday night. Huge primetime game. Uh, I like this Texans team a lot. I think they're going to go far this year. But when you travel down to New Orleans... Prime time, Drew Brees at home. Things usually get ugly, and I think they're going to get ugly this game too. Um, I like the Saints' defense. I like Brees at home. I wonder about that Texans' secondary. Um, the loss of the Honey Badger. We'll see how that plays out. I think Brees will just have too much for him at home. I will lay the seven, and I will take the Saints at home to cover. I'm against you on this one. I got the Texans. I think Deshaun Watson, uh, just slightly less than Drew Brees in a quarterback <laughs> matchup, uh, especially the way Drew Brees has played the last couple of years, especially at the end of the year. Uh, the O line advantage, uh, I'm not, you know, I, I can't say it's even. I think the Saints are better, but I think Tunsil makes that Texans offensive line at least respectable. It was awful before. Absolutely. Uh, so that makes them respectable on the offensive line. I just think it's tough to blow out this Texans team. Last year, the Texans lost five games by a total of 20 points. The largest margin of defeat was seven points, and that was a 20-27 to 27 loss to the Patriots on opening day. They, as bad as Bill O'Brien is as a GM, he's a pretty damn good coach as far as keeping his team in the game and giving them a chance to win. And I think that's what this is going to be. He's going to keep them in the game and give them a chance to win. I'm going to take the seven points of the Texans. I don't think they win it, but they lose by four points or something like that. But they'll be in the game. Definitely stay away from me. Yeah. I don't feel confident in that one. And for our final game, I know Nick is very happy with a certain person on this team. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a mess. Man. What a mess. This is my coach's clipboard smashed over my knee. Lock up the locker room. Lock of the week. Give me the Broncos. I got them when it was a pick em in the super contest at my bookie AG. Nice. It is now Broncos minus two. I actually bet them earlier in the week on my bookie AG and got a point. Wow. I got a point with the Broncos. Now it's minus two against the Raiders. I think the Broncos have advantage on both lines. Flacco's not the same QB as he was when he won the Super Bowl with the Ravens, but he thrives in a run-dominant offense, which the Broncos are going to have. Carr didn't do well with Gruden last year. Gruden's going to be ornery and cranky. You can see it at the end of Hard Knocks already. You know that Antonio Brown shit's got to be pissing him off. Maycock's the, the, the bad cop. He's the good cop. I, I, I think the coaching battle is a wash. I think Vince Fangio's going to be the best new coach this year. I think he's the defensive, I said this before, the defensive Bruce Arians, the guy who finally gets his shot late in life and comes through. Give me the Broncos. Lock it up. The coaches smash a clipboard over his knee in celebration. Lock of the week. Give me the Broncos. The orange crush. I'm also on Denver's wagon here. Um, not a lock for me. I like the Broncos. I think they will be able to run the ball. I think Flacco will make enough plays through play action. He'll hit some deep ones to Sanders. 
Antonio Brown, from what I'm hearing, might be suspended the first four games of the season. And lose the sign bonus. So already the drama has gone off the rails in, in, in Oakland. He's drama-driven, and the Raiders are drama-driven. Yep. Uh, going for it on fourth and ten, not smart. I mean, this is this just not game. what you want if you're a Raiders fan. Um, and the Raiders don't have money. That, that, like the owner doesn't have money. They no. can't do some things because they don't have enough money. This because they have to escrow their whole payroll. Right. So now you know they're taking that money because they need the money back. I, I'm not even sure if they get fine money. That might go to the league. Actually, this was a big. I mean, this was your big signing in the off season. This was supposed to change the offense, change the way defenses play you. And I'm I'm guessing Antonio Brown will not be there. Um, that changes everything for Oakland. Uh, you got Tyrell Williams on the outside. They're going to pump the ball to Josh Jacobs, the rookie. He's going to run. He's going to catch it. Uh, a lot of dump downs from Carr. I just don't see how they're going to move the ball on this on this Denver defense, which I think is loaded. I think they have the best one-two uh, pass rush in football. And Carr does not respond well to pressure. Nope. Uh, Check Fangio down. will Check down Carr. Yeah, he will dial up something he will have something ready for oakland that they're not ready for they'll get a lot of pressure on Carr. i like denver to to win win the game on the field guns i got i got a question for you so when kareem abdul jabbar retired they had like whenever he went to a place they gave him like a gift like a rocking chair and stuff like that Dwayne wade you know had the, the farewell tour dirk nowitzki had the farewell tour this is Eli Manning's farewell tour this year. What, what do you think the Dallas Cowboys give uh, Eli Manning this year's final game at, in Cowboys Stadium? Yeah, Does he get a pair of boots with some spurs say, on it or cow, something? Cowboy boots, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe, a, maybe a, uh, what's, the, what's the guy, uh, the, the guy, a big pass rusher that probably sacked him most, the Ware. What's his name? Oh, the, uh, DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus yeah. Ware. Maybe, yeah. maybe a signed autograph by yeah. DeMarcus Ware or something yeah. like that. Yeah. The Eli farewell tour. His last game in Cowboy Stadium. Make sure you watch that, folks. Four o'clock on Sunday. Yep. <laughs> uh, there you have it. Guns, you got anything else to last add? Last thing I'm going to just say to Aces out there in Piro and uh, all these New England fans is I go under ops, dark blackout, midnight Saturday. You will not hear a word from me until after that game Monday morning. So I'm going into the war room. Pittsburgh, New England. For me, it's it's war, kid. I, I I want this game bad, so I'm hoping Steel comes to play. That's it. You won't hear from me after Saturday. So, well, we we have a a trip I'm going dark. To Vegas. We have a trip planned to Vegas, and the wager on the line with the with the I think I think we Silent Jared might have to get on this wager. He said he's in. He's in. He's in. So the two spread the, the spread is six. There's two two guys, Steeler fans. Two guys. Patriot fans laying the six points of Pat, the Pats guys. The losers have to wear the jersey of choice when we're in Vegas on Sunday when we're watching NFL action. So that, that's going that's to be fantastic. And, and, and me and Lieutenant Dingler uh, do not have a bet on the Giants-Cowboys games because we're smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, be sure to visit uh GamblingChalkTalkPodcast.com. All the picks will be there posted for you. And uh, go to MyBookieAG. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. And don't forget I'm an author. The Ali Amini series. Copla Red. Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play. You can get it directly from my publisher, TheWordVerve.com. Or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device for absolutely free. Hope everybody has a great weekend.